second kings chapter 6 verse 32 onwards okay elisha was sitting in his house and the elders were sitting with him now the king had dispatched a man from his presence but before the messenger arrived elisha said to the elders do you see how this murderer has sent to take off my head look when the messenger comes shut the door and hold the door fast against him is not the sound of his master's feet behind him wow the bible is talking about people on zoom i see you okay i'm i'm, I'm i think about you too when i preach it's it's just because that's the way the grace works when elisha was sitting in his home with his elders you got to see something he's sitting and having a conversation with his people okay and they are all so prophetic sounds like this can somebody say amen, amen. they're being so prophetic and now the king had dispatched a man from his presence <clears throat> but before the messenger arrived elisha said to the elders let's watch the timing the king wanted to kill the prophet okay this is where i say to the devil you have a loose net the anointing that protected the king now if you are all following since 2 3 weeks the anointing that protected the king once and twice right the king of israel was protected by the prophet elisha if you remember when the people were coming to kill him elisha said this is what is going to happen and he was supernaturally protected now the king is attempting to assassinate that anointing does that make sense if you don't know what the, what was attacking you and there was a prophet who was telling you this is what is attacking you and now you want to send something to attack that prophet is there a logic in it what happened something hijacked him his senses were lost so i'm going to give you a key right now when the enemy begins to attack you no number one thing if the enemy tries to attack you through people know this one thing that he has made the people lose their senses i'm giving you a key what do you have to do don't lose your senses come on that's a place where you say an amen i'm going slow but this is very powerful keys when somebody comes to fight you if they don't know who you are they will treat you like a nobody but you have to know who you are and treat yourself like a somebody am i preaching to you and you have to stay strong in your calling and you have to sit strong under the anointing you have to be more happy under the grace of god that has covered you and be still and know that he is god over your life because the first thing the enemy will try to do is move you out of that grace move you out of that prophetic anointing that unction that you carry you see what i'm saying because the enemy loses his senses and he'll trigger people to lose their senses and he'll send people to attack you but you got to stand so strong you got to be like a rock because your lord is a rock he's unmovable you got to be so sure can i encourage you tonight tonight i'm encouraging you you have to be so sure in your spirit come what may i know my god will show up it has to become so evident that when the enemy tries to move you out of your position you have to be i refuse to be moved i refuse to lose my grace i refuse to doubt can somebody shout an amen i refuse to lose my faith i refuse to be nudged by the enemy if there is anything i will be moved by god not by the enemy this is a principle that the warriors need to know amen yes you have to make it your 10 commandments in your life one of the commandments you know you got to say no matter what the enemy does i will not be moved because half of the battle is one 
in this past thing. Right. Come on now. Yeah. She got it. Because your seat of authority in the spirit is given for you to have authority. The first thing the enemy will do is to take you out of that seat. But if you will say, I refuse to be moved, you know what? I have good news for you. You are still in authority. Come on now. Yes. Can I have some more yes. interactions? It is like telling a police officer or a cop, get, let go of your authority and then fight the robbers. Let go of your reinforcement. Let go of your weapons and then go and fight the enemy. Makes no logic. And that is the number one tactic of the enemy. Don't lose your ground. Hmm? Now, Elisha was sitting with his elders, his prophetic council, his prophetic people. He was sitting there unmoved. And the Bible says, the king dispatched a messenger from his presence. Okay? But before the messenger arrived, wow, before the messenger arrived, you know, we are going to go into details. Just get ready. The king was living in a deception at this point. He was living in a lie. And what was the lie? The lie was that he and his people were having famine in the land because of Prophet Elisha. Correct? Come on now, talk to me. Which is not the truth. He was living in a lie. Huh? He was living in a deception. That deception and lie has become his conviction. Okay? Don't fight people who are convicted by a lie. Give them time to come to their senses. This is found in the Bible. Even the Lord said to the prodigal son story, he did not go running after the prodigal son to the pig's farm. What did the father do? Come on, please look at me, talk to me. The Lord is going to lift you up tonight. Can somebody shout an amen? The Lord is here to encourage you tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. <clears throat> this is what happened. When the people look at the story of the prodigal son, they all talk about the compassion of the father. But we have to measure the whole deal of how God actually functions. Don't take one small piece and build a whole theology around it. Take, look at every side of God. Yeah. How much gracious he is. He never left his position. The father, as much as the father he is, he sat in his house. He didn't go running after the son. Do you see this? When somebody is bound and led by foolishness, hmm, they're convicted by a lie. I'm talking about lying, lying spirit. When they are convicted and convinced by a lie and they have sold their identity, there is nothing that you can do until the Holy Spirit changes their heart. Don't go begging after them. Come on, I am preaching to somebody. Don't go negotiate with a person who is convicted with lie because the lie has made them now. They have been married to this lie because now that son of that prodigal son of the father was sitting in a lie and he went away from the father. But the father did not leave his house to go and convince him. The Bible says, you with me? Yes. You can be a little, give volume, okay? Sometimes you can talk back to me. So I know people on Zoom, please wear with me. Maybe you all can be more louder than the people. No, I'm just, you know, <clears throat> the father was so comfortable in who he was. The father knew his identity. It was the son that lost his identity of the father. He went thinking there are things better than the father. Correct? He went into the world. He did everything. The father didn't chase him. The father knew a day is coming. He'll come back to his senses. Right? So let, you know, I'm, that first commandment I'm saying, so don't fight negotiate with somebody who is convicted with a lie. They will still fight you no matter what you do. I don't know. My sermon is changing, but I'm giving you some grace. 
you know no matter how much nice you want to be to them you will dress your best you will do everything to treat them host you everything and you do ask everything they will just wait for one small thing so they can catch you and condemn you because you know what a liar has convicted them to fight you the father of there is the father of lies that person has been married to that spirit until they want to open their eyes and believe there is truth is nothing you can do my spiritual father made a statement once when i was feeling rejected by certain people and i was doing ministry um you know um he said those who know you will love you no matter what actually you have to convince them not to love you that's the covenant relationship but if there is somebody who wants to find fault in you please i'm telling you it's like on dexter so what is it what is it called dexter shot sugar sugar no sugar rush it's like that they want to they are on that boost they want to find fault with you but you know what in this season i want you to be comfortable being who you are in the lord because that is your protection that is the place of your authority that is the place where the grace of god is abundant over your life so the king was so convinced with the lie now from his presence he sends a servant of his now i said last week a servant knows the master's secret right every servant will carry a grace from his master same impartation the impartation you will see this in this is very powerful tonight i decree and declare that because i can feel it in my spirit the king's lie he was so convinced he imparted the same lie to his servant the the alignment of the servant to the king worked with the same tenacity one more lesson associations don't go to convince one person didn't agree now don't go to convince the ones who are associated and yoked with them you will see the same lie flowing everywhere in fact they will gang up against you and you got to say uh, the spirit has now taken over everybody unless okay let's not go there let's come back so the servant is so empowered by the same lie he has spoken this lie over him and he has told him elisha is the reason for the famine go and kill him and the servant is yes sir he's full on command he's charged he's coming to elisha's place and that is when elisha is sitting and he says before he arrived he says see let's look at those details do you see before the messenger arrived elisha said to the elders do you see how this murderer has sent to take off my head now he's not calling the king as the king anymore he's calling the king as the murderer elisha was identifying the spirit that had hijacked the king a murdering spirit okay now you need to ask where did this murdering spirit come from we will hear that in few minutes before we go there now the messenger is coming messenger one thing you need to understand huh? people on zoom you're all pro- i believe if you're drawn to a prophetic stream it is for a reason okay the way the enemy can fight the prophetic people is by sending reports <laughs> messages messaging me- messaging <laughs> messaging and reports of evil against you the only way they can be performed is if you agree to it but before you even agree to it the threat will look as good as it is done i need to explain this any time the enemy sends an evil report to your life he has a messenger a carrier a vehicle it can be your bank calling you it can be a job people telling you things it can be your medical report so it's a message the enemy will send a message 
okay the message will come and tell you something which you don't want to hear before it is fully happened before it is fully executed there's always a message the enemy sends so the number one way a prophetic person can guard their prophetic anointing is being aware of the kind of messaging that is going around you what took elijah down you're ready for this please come on now come on talk to me now what took elijah down was not jezebel now you're all looking at me come on now come on now i wake up now you want to increase my volume i don't want my volume to get going go squeaky again in fact my throat was so tired today this morning i told somebody else to preach on the india group you know that but i'm better now so i'm telling you something you're ready for this yes. come on now talk back to me yes what fought elijah yes it was jezebel but what made him exit his assignment was not jezebel it was the message of jezebel Oof. come on now think with yeah. me did jezebel come physically boot out elijah come on now we have been sitting all this came to me as a revelation today uh, we have thought all this time my goodness jezebel came she she like a harry potter she waved her wand and elijah fell down from his chair she sent a bolt of lightning no what did she send talk to me come on talk to me come on <clears throat> lord jesus i think i have to scream now hey, these people are too quiet for me in fact jezebel is sneaky we are going to decode this you are getting it rachel yes you're really getting it in this but i can see her spirit vibrating with this information revelation we thought the threat is jezebel hey the threat is not her it's the message she sends oh when the enemy comes to devour how does it come like a roaring lion but if you actually look at him is he the lion of no. judah no. the power that he has is through manipulation through lies through control he will speak things for me this revelation hit me so hard this morning i was like my god i was like lord are you telling me that elijah all she said was i'm going to kill you that was a message what if elijah and jezebel had come face to face this man slaughtered 40 of her 400 not even 40 400 of her prophets with a sword do you know what kind of guts it takes to hack people 400 human beings oh it's a what is that movie some movie i mean let's not go there you know it's very graphic this man you're telling me one lady the messenger the messenger prophetic people watch the messenger tonight you're being upgraded in the mighty name of jesus watch the messenger because the messenger is an illusion ah come on now the message is an illusion it's a deception are you getting this please i want to drill this into your spirit i don't know how to do this i'm doing this through the word of god the messenger is a spirit it's a message you know what the message can only go into you only when you receive it come on now come on talk to her, back to me what if you said when when you see that phone call ringing what if you just take it and say i disconnect so the message didn't go through you it's only when you take the phone call i'll do this i'll do this you listen and you're like oh my god where are you but what if you saw that call and you read the message before you see see the message you heard the message and said i disconnect yeah. do you see what i'm saying yes. if you can decode the messenger the enemy behind the messenger is nothing to you come on, come on now yes. okay, rachel can you preach it back to them <laughs> I, i'm i'm trying to see you know you if you want to be prophetic powerful powerhouses it's not about how much you see how much you hear yes. that god will give you through the holy spirit but it is the management of your soul that shuts your anointing 
if you can be fearless if you can be not intimidated i'm telling you you will know your god and we will be strong and we will do great exploits it is the messenger it is the messaging that's the that's the enemy's game can i can i decode this further you know what is the most powerful thing in the world we are going somewhere today do you know what's the more pa- most powerful thing in the world huh yes the word of god is the most powerful in everywhere but i'm saying in the world let me let me re- let me reset in the world system it's not even money words words huh people in the back people on zoom it is words why do markets rise and fall come on now talk to me i i now i think i have to what makes the markets volatile somebody said this stock will go up that will happen recession is coming this is collapsing london is falling uh, um, you, i'm just making a stuff dubai is falling this is happening that's happening and the whole markets react to those what words has it really happened no words yeah. wow. words the most powerful thing the enemy uses is words in fact he used it against the lord too he said if you are the son of god the lord never allowed that line to go in if you are the beloved son of god because why just a few minutes ago he heard the father say you are my beloved son and it's the same thing the enemy comes back and says oh if you are what is he trying to do put a doubt on his identity but that phone messaging that line never went through his spirit he counterattacked it it is the messenger it is the message so everything in the world rising and falling even in your life now i'm coming to you the decisions that you make is not based out of your spirit sometimes because of the messenger the messengers in the night i'm talking about the dark forces the messengers in the day who come craftily the messengers that is why jesus said my sheep hear my voice there's a different kind of dna on it you will know deep within your spirit this is not my end not today satan that is your dna come on people on zoom whatever report the doctor told you you got to say that is not my portion whatever the employer said and did you should say that is not my portion a greater and a bigger thing is coming to me because the message of my god is i'm only going from glory to glory promotion to promotion there's no demotion in the kingdom because my god is my provider okay i, I have to say one more thing i want to tell somebody on zoom and i want to tell somebody here too it's an illusion the messengers bring okay the messenger brings an illusion is deceived and he brings deception wow. if it's me yeah please i don't want to shout again because it looks like if i shout my preaching will be done in 10 minutes i i want to preach longer so it is the deception it is the propaganda it is the illumination it is the false message a false world that he brings to you as if it's a reality mm-hmm. but it's a deception it is not true yeah hmm? can i give you a truth tonight I'm going to say this I want everybody in this room every individual including me and people on Zoom in every one of you I want this to go deep into your spirit God it's a simple statement but I want you to I'm I'm going to decode it to you God is your real provider one more time God is the one who really provides for you let me give you the second layer it is not even your job it's a vehicle it is not even your employer it is god who provides your needs can you get this real truth the provision for your life comes through the lord and you are the real deal the job doesn't tell you who you are you make the job worthy or not it's the same way in the kingdom everything is words there are, there is a delusion the system wants you to think otherwise but i want you to think through the lord who you are yeah. you are more than a conqueror yeah. so the messenger he will send you messages medical reports <laughs> this is going to happen that is all going to happen sometimes the threat 
that looks bigger is not really that big. It's an illusion that's built in your mind. Now, Elisha receives the same kind of threat that came to his father, Elijah. Elijah, Jezebel came. She did not actually come. She sent a messenger. But she looked like a monster. Right? She, she's, she was indeed. She was <laughs> deep into everything that you can think. She was yoked with the principal. That's all true. But the man was anointed. If he could take her whole kingdom down in one day, from morning to evening, he killed 400. It was, it was crazy. And his voice was so powerful, he told them, catch them. And they slaughtered 400 prophets. If he was so anointed, the illusion that he built in his mind that she could defeat him is what bailed him out of his anointing. So it is the messenger and the messages. So whatever messages the enemy is speaking in your mind right now, this is what I want to bring you to this place. No matter what that message of hopelessness, no matter what that message of the uh, medical report, your health report, whatever that is surrounding you, you got to say, I reject that. Yeah. Come on, somebody. You got to say, I only receive the report of my Lord. Yeah. I don't receive the report of the enemy. He comes to you like a, like, yeah. like a roaring lion. He's not really that. Who told you this is the end of your life? Who told you this is it? Who told you there's no way out of this? Yeah. Who's telling you this? This is the work of the messenger. Shut that messenger down in the mighty name of Jesus. Can I draw a parallel for you? I am another messenger sent. Yeah. Who was Elisha? A messenger. Who was Elijah? A messenger of the Lord. Who are the apostles? The messengers of the Lord. If a messenger from Jezebel can uproot somebody's world, I have news for you. You got it. A message from the kingdom messenger can rebuild whatever the enemy is breaking. Can somebody shout an amen? Come on now, this is the time you receive it. And, and the vehicle of God's grace, listen, this is the thing of the kingdom. There were times, <clears throat> there were times, you, can I build your faith tonight? There were times, I believed, but I believe differently now. That's what I'm exposing to you. I believed that the grace of God will come upon my life only if an anointed man of God lays his hands on my head. Hmm? And they will shake my head. <laughs> They'll push me five times. That's all nice. It's nice sometimes, you know. You know. I've been got pushed many times. Um, it's not the pushing that I was after. I was after the anointing getting transferred, right? Yes. Are you after pushing? I wanted the anointed man of God to lay his hands. But one day, the Lord opened my eyes for something. Okay? And this was a revelation. He showed me from the life of Peter. That the Bible says, while he was yet speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon people. And the Lord Jesus, at that moment, a, a very empowering encounter I had. And the Lord said, if you're tuned to me. I was in India that day. Th those days I was in India. He said, even if the man of God is in America. See, now I'm in America. He said, when he speaks the word of God, I will bring that impartation to you through a screen through the speaker, into your spirit. It will be deposited in the same way as he can lay hands on you. This is what the Holy Spirit told me. I was like, wow, this is possible? Yes, it is. You know, because it happened when Peter was still speaking. The Bible says, not even his anointing, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. Isn't that powerful? Can we come to the place where you and I are listening? And the Holy Spirit just encounters you and me. And I don't have to push anybody. Even though we push sometimes, okay? I don't want to push you. But I'm saying, when, you know, that means the grace of God. Listen, the grace of God can be transferred through words. And that's where I'm getting to, okay? I'm taking you somewhere. So if an enemy's message 
can upset you, hmm? can break your day, huh? can break your trajectory and make you feel like good for nothing, an evil report, an evil message, and make your world collapse, there is a message that can set you back on your track and say, I am more than a conqueror. He who has made me and called me is faithful. Yeah. The one who provided for me is the one who shall provide me till the end of days. Yeah. Can somebody claim it? Amen. The one who knows the future is my God. Yes. The enemy is not my God. I told you, God has got you. Come on now, somebody. People on Zoom, are you receiving this tonight? Hey, so what? You lost some things. So what? Do you think that's the end of your world? It is not. People on Zoom? People on Zoom. I'm talking to somebody specific because I know somebody's situation. Somebody messaged me and I know it. I'm telling you, what if some clients left you? You know who I'm talking to? Huh? Bigger clients are coming to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright? That means the Lord is about to expand your landscape. Can somebody shout an amen? Okay? Hey, I have said, oh, where are all my, you know, yeah, you know, all my followers when I was there. You know, like, forget it. God is stretching your landscape. There is more room. God is making room. You know, God is taking some things out and he's putting new things into your place. So rejoice. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You've got to say that the Lord God is my messenger. The Lord sends his messages into my spirit. And the grace that is coming through that message is mine tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. So see, now there is a phase of happening. Are you still with me? Yeah. There's a phase of happening. Same tactics. Jezebel's messenger came to Elijah. Now the king. Hey. If you notice, it's two generational, two, sorry, two generations. I think it's King, um, who are the king of Israel, uh, the name Joash or somebody. Okay, we'll find out later. This king's father was King Ahab. Mother was Jezebel. Yeah, yeah. They both assaulted Elisha's father, Elijah. <laughs> messaging, messaging battle. Okay. It's actually, they did not defeat him. Can you please, can we get the story right? They threatened him, but he exited. He resigned. He said, I'm done. This is too much for me. I don't want to handle it. Okay? But now, next level. This is where I was telling you that Elisha was no Elijah. He had the double portion of the spirit, but he didn't carry his father's weakness. He was not intimidated. He sat with his counsel and he said, let him come. He said, I know this messenger took down my father, but this messenger is not taking me down. What does he do? Please, please look at your Bibles. I don't want you to miss the details. Look, okay? Now watch this. Please, people on Zoom, are you with me? You are with me. Look, when the messenger comes, this is a divine instruction for tonight. Are you ready for this divine instruction? I believe it's a prophetic instruction. Look. Look means you got to be on the lookout. Yeah. Anything deception, yeah. anything rooted out of lie, anything that is empowered by illusion, anything that's coming to take you down. Okay, look. When the messenger comes, he's giving you a command into your spirit. Okay. Now on, this is another commandment in your life. Okay, I'm just saying. Hmm? When the messenger, when the messenger comes. Shut the door. Oof. And hold the door fast against him. Can somebody read to me from KJV? Let, let's read from KJV. Uh, uh, does somebody has a KJV version? I want to see what exactly it says. Come on now. People on Zoom, are you looking at this? I want you to see this in KJV too. I, I just was led to do that. Let me do it. C can you read it for me, Rachel? That, yeah, look. Uh, look, when the messenger cometh, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. That's KJV? Yeah. Hold him fast. <laughs> hold him yes. fast. Hold See, my version says, hold the door fast against him. Yeah. But that version says, hold the messenger. Ah, now let's, yeah. let's look at it. Now let's look at it differently. So when the messenger comes, 
there is a divine prophetic instruction first and foremost you don't say okay come and say whatever you want to say no elijah's mistake was he sat and heard the threat of jezebel yeah. elisha said mm, i am not doing what my father said no matter what is going to come and tell me taking your head off taking your hand off taking your whatever i don't care elisha said when the messenger comes shut the door doors your life has doors doors of your eyes doors of your ears doors of your heart whichever doors of your spirit shut it ah people on zoom when a negative report is coming to you don't take it in resist it and shut the door and say no nope. i'm not going to receive that negative report i'm not going to take it in then it bounce off on the outside i will hear but i will not listen you see there is a difference you can hear a car going in the road but do you sit and listen to it please i'm talking to you do you all sit and listen to the cars going by your house you're like this is this is uh, honda this is uh, toyota this do you do that no. my four and a half year old sister does it i'm just joking are you getting my yes, yes. are you getting this you hear but you don't listen shut the doors of your heart shut the doors of your spirit for every negative message you got to shut it because those words should not bear imprint on your spirit listen this is not a small sermon this is the thing that makes people rise and fall yeah. elisha was intelligent he was not like his father elijah he said elijah sat and heard jezebel's threat but not me because he saw the same spirit same pattern coming through the sun through the messenger and he told his elders listen this time no access oh to my heart i don't want to have any heart breaks no access come on people on zoom are you are you with me you got to say no access you want to say whatever you say you say it out of my heart not inside my heart oh come on now can you get to that place you know can you get you know one day i was going to evangelize in india in a pub okay which in a in a pub in the sense a discotheque you know what that is where people are clubs okay clubs that's what you call here and uh, you know i was a teenager i went with my friends to evangelize it was fun but later on i was like oh my goodness it's kind of really bearing my soul you know like i was like this temptation too and i still want evangelize can, can i be real with you guys i'm like i've never i have to go see all this lifestyle too and the other side of me is i'm a child of god and all those things and i was like my friends were going to call me next week i said i don't want to come but i don't want them to think i'm less anointed you know what i'm saying yeah come on now can you be real people on zoom you're all smiling i'm like god this is too much for me i know all these are guys are crazy passionate guys i want to go with them but i don't know after like going and coming what happens to me there were struggles with me i was a teenager too and that's and i was said lord i'm going to pray it's okay to laugh in the house of god i went behind and i said lord shikara bari ko lord do something do something do something <laughs> and, and the lord told me one thing he said flee i'm like okay so i'm not going i'm fleeing from them he didn't get the joke <laughs> the lord is like don't go just flee yeah. i'm like and i said lord this i will look such such a weak christian now all my friends are going to evangelize i want to go to look cool with them and then and i said no i'm going to pray again i'm going to pray and then and the lord showed me a vision this time and i saw and i saw an insulated copper wire it's a wire electric wire i saw a wire and i began to ask lord show me details you know what adam the lord told me he said you can be like an insulated wire i didn't understand i said lord what do you mean he said i can work through you and you can still be insulated to the world wow meaning i can be in environments which are so filled with whatever is ungodly yeah. but still i can be insulated like that electric wire and yeah. still function through the electricity of god with that revelation i went that evening with my friends wow. and nothing touched me you know what i'm saying it is possible but you got to be insulated okay so in the world right now you will hear so many things 
don't listen to it shut the door of your heart and say lord whatever comes hits the door shut the door and it falls outside of my door but yes. doesn't come inside my spirit yeah. if you can get to that place the messenger has failed oh yes. wow. the messenger has failed you know if this had happened if elijah had shut the messenger i don't think so jezebel would have taken him down yeah. come on now if if she had come in front of him elijah would have said are you you want to kill me but the messenger made it look so dramatic so shut the door can i open your mouth and say lord i shut the door against every negative report sent to my life in the mighty name of jesus come on people on zoom hallelujah thank you lord jesus and this is and the next instruction and hold this is what we were reading and hold fast my version says and hold the door fast against him but kjv says hold ah don't let him talk too much yeah. catch the messenger by the throat yeah. catch the demon by the throat yeah. i want to teach you guys things which will make you so different than the rest i don't know if today is a day to enter that but maybe next week okay yeah. i'm not saying that to um make you guys oh no he didn't tell me it's not about that i'm laying a foundation i'm going to give you one key do you know people on zoom you are with me please wave your hands are you enjoying this are you learning something is this helping you okay is this helping us yes the enemy kingdom has a hierarchy oh my goodness we're getting into deep places now okay the top guy doesn't come to fight everyone okay i wish i had a board to show you what this exactly means mm, okay let's imagine this tree no 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 okay i'll, I'll make hand motions okay yeah. imagine a triangle <laughs> triangle yeah. top bottom bottom the space is more right yeah consider all this on a territory demons <laughs> okay spawner demons okay if i had a candy crush game or something i could have showed you how this works yeah. so then over them is another level another set of demons who are more powerful than this lower one then the third then the fourth then comes the rulers the power it, it is a hierarchy so the guy on the top not the guy you know the spirit has been given dominion over all of these how are they strong to execute it do you know the secret lord i pray that your blood will protect everyone here yeah. and people on zoom but lord that this information will make them powerful and will make them wise in the spirit yeah. let your blood speak for us tonight in jesus name amen yeah. so so look at this so the guy on the top has power because of the people below him are you able to see this yeah. you know already imagine this the guy on the top has power because of three that assist him the three has power because of the six that assist him the six has the power because of the eight that assist him yeah eight has the power because there's 16 underneath yeah. you get it you get it the triangle you know how you can have victory you don't fight the top one directly demolish the 16 yeah. the eight come down right strike the eight by then the power on top is toppled to the down do you see it graphically can i show this graphically yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, people on zoom are you getting this yeah. so you know how you can become powerful by overcoming little things oh, oh wow. did anybody teach you this before people told you go and fight the biggest wins but it's not about like that you overcome the small things that small temptation yeah. the temptation with your eyes the temptation with your mouth the temptation to jealousy this does every bitterness unforgiveness these small small demons you kick them and boot them every day you're toppling the power over them wow when you knock them out you're already promoted in the sense they are demoted and you have more authority that is how even regions are controlled every region has a specific kind of principality reigning and the principality reigns through their kind of orders but you to be successful in your business find out the immediate battles of confusion and chaos boot it out and see how your victory comes wow. 
In no time, they conquered the big one. Because the big one sitting on the top, top of dung, tuck, 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 and finally can face off. You're like, ah, this small thing, you're acting as if you're a big power. This is how actually the kingdom works. But you know why we fall? Because we don't pay attention to the small things. And we don't want to really overcome the small temptations. But it is, if I can help you tonight, it is in you overcoming the small temptations of your life. You can defeat the biggest one. Isn't that powerful? Because the way this hierarchy works is messaging. Message, message, message. That's how familiar spirits work. Now these ones, how to pull you? Oh, she's praying a lot today. Oh, he's really on fire for God today. And the down, the 16 ones, they'll come. Let's throw this on him through Netflix. Let's throw this through his mother, sister, something, one argument. You know, all that the surrounds it. And then you're exhausted because you're fighting the small things and you're irritated in your mind. You get frustrated, you lose it. And you're no more in the spirit. And what happens? Those 16 look very powerful. I'm just making it up. Because now the top guy is still in power. But if you defeat that and you say, I'm unmoved. Take your messagings out. I'm shut. I'm not being moved by you. You already discarded the 16 out of their job. Now the next has to come down. Keep doing the same thing. The more you defeat the small temptations of your life, you are being spiritually promoted. I wish I had a bolt to draw. Did you get this? Yeah. It's the triangle. This is how it works. And you know what? The top guy is really powerful because of all the assistants. Take away the assistants and you overcome a territory. You become a boss over a territory. Wow. That is why Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Why did he fall? Because the 72 went out and cleaned the bottom ones. And he fell from the ladder. <laughs> you, got you got it. This is how it works. You know, you know, like, it's an illusion. Are you getting the, the messages, the messenger and the things is an illusion. In reality, it is not that great. It's an illusion. But if you can break through the illusion, the world that the enemy has created with his lies, oh, truth will make you a powerful. You know, sometimes it is not a power battle. It's the truth battle. Because lies empower demons. Truth empowers angels. Your kingdom is rising and falling because of the lies and the truth you partner with. So get out of every lie and come into the truth and say, my God is my provider. I don't care about this report. I shut the door and I catch the messenger. Yes. Come on now. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. You got to flog the devil. This is what I mean. People on Zoom, flog the devil. Come on, can somebody give a clap offering to the Lord and just rejoice that you are more powerful. Don't make an incident, an event in your life. This is very important. Can I say it? Yes. Don't make an incident, an event in your life. And make it a milestone later on. A righteous man may fall. How many times? But he still can rise up. And the same Jesus said to one of the disciples, How many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? How much? The Lord was just saying, Keep getting up. Yeah. Keep rising up. Yeah. So when the, 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 the thing right now is when Elisha saw the messenger, he's like, I don't want all this nonsense anymore. Let's catch the messenger at the throat, shut the door and deal with him right there. Can you identify that demon, that negative word that comes to fight you? Can you see it before it comes? Then you are strong. Then you have risen up. Then you have become mature in the spirit. When your loved one, somebody comes charging at you, can you look through them and say, ah, and take a minute, calm down and say, can say, my sweetheart, please sit down. Or my dear one, please sit down. It's okay, let's talk. Can you change your game? Can you not give in to the messenger? Can you deal with the messenger? Because the messenger 
He's bringing an illusion. If Elisha did it, he's doing it so precisely. Look what he does. He, he sh you know, against him, and he says this, he's not the sound of his master's feet behind him. Listen, this is so exciting. The real enemy will show up when you arrest the messenger. Huh? Come on now, I, I want to drill this in your spirit. When you deal with the small ones, the real one really will show up. Then you can look and say, oh, this is what this is all about. You know what? Now in this instance, can I give you the picture? The king was acting like he's a king. And he sent somebody. But who was the king before Elisha? A little boy. Because the same king in the last chapter said, My father, my father. Who was he in the spiritual stature? A small man. Do you get this? But now when he phases off with the prophet, do you think he will do as he thought he would do? Where was his power? His power was in his servants. The chariots, the horses he had ammunition sending before the prophet. And the prophet has arrested the messenger. Now the king comes. Do you think the king will come and say, ah, I'm going to kill you? No. This is the reality of your life. When, when something happens in your life, don't give that life so much power that as if it has happened and destroyed you. You've got to look at it, catch the messenger, quench that spirit, overcome it. And when you see the real thing happen, you're like, there is a way out of this. Come on, somebody. Come on now, you've got to celebrate this. This is needed. This is a practice. People on Zoom, this is... What if that one deal didn't go through? That means a better, better one is coming. Don't make it a theology around it. Come on now, people on Zoom, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at my left, but I'm looking at you. Are you with me in the spirit? Come on now, be with me in the spirit. You are better than you think you are. Oh, you are better than you think you are. You know, you know, this is what is the secret of David's life. The lions, the bears, the foxes could not take him down. And Goliath could not. Oof, come on now. Can somebody receive that into their spirit? If you can take down your fox, your bear, and your lion, Goliath will be nothing. Come on now. And that is where the equation of David was. He said, like a fox... Oh, I need some energy in the room now. Yes. Or else I need a microphone coming from there. I'm little, I like that, okay? Yeah. You know, when, when that's the reason when David saw Goliath, he's like, you will be like one of those. Come on now. Wow. Because he saw the fox die, he saw the lion die, he saw the bear give up, and he said, you will be just like that. This is what you will tell your own life incidents. Yeah. You will say, don't make it bigger than it is. You will look at it and say, this is a molehill, not a mountain anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I am stepping over it and I'm overcoming it because my God is with me. People also, are you receiving this into your spirit? Come on now. You got to come to that place. You got to say, that's what David's conviction was. Partnership with truth. He looked at King Saul. King Saul gave him an armory. And he said, just like I overcome the fox. The bear and the lion, so shall be this Goliath. What confidence. Listen, if you look back at your life's trajectory, how many things has the Lord God in his mercy made you overcome? Now what makes you think you can't now? That's an illusion. Can somebody break that illusion tonight in the mighty name of Jesus and say, I'm anointed for this. Come on now. Come on, take 30 seconds, clap your hands and celebrate the Lord. People on Zoom begin to worship the Lord. Ammunition is being put into your spirit tonight. Can I give you a key? The difference between Elijah and Elisha is intimidation. I know I preached this before, but I need to preach it again. Until it becomes part of you. The anointing can come and flow out of you when you're not intimidated. Yeah. And this exactly. And, um, you know, he's not the sound of his master's feet behind him. And while he was still speaking with them, the messenger came down to him and said, look at the messenger's words. Mm -hmm. Huh? Look at the messenger's words. It's very important we look at those words. Right. This trouble is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. huh? mm -hmm. yeah. 
I know. Please excuse my expressions. But you can celebrate my expressions too. <laughs> this trouble is from the Lord. Has any one of you here, and people on Zoom, and now I'm very serious. Has the enemy made you believe that trouble that you're going through is from the Lord? People on Zoom and here, has anywhere the enemy said in your heart, this, this trouble is from the Lord. If you have agreed to that lie, tonight is your deliverance. Come on now. People on Zoom, whatever you're going through in life is not because of the Lord. In fact, you're alive, you're breathing, and you're well, and you're hearing this word. And it's a proof that he's with you yes. tonight. Mm -hmm. And he's firing up your spirit. Yes. Because he's the one who's with you that brings you out of every yes. and any trouble. May I declare over you, tonight is the night of a turnaround. You're coming out of every trouble. You're yes. coming out of everything that the enemy has put against you. You're coming out of it victoriously in the mighty name of Jesus. Can somebody yes. shout an amen? Come on now, talk to the Lord. This trouble is from the Lord. And look at this. Next confession. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Second one. Okay, now piercing arrows into all of your hearts. First group is, was sold to a lie of the messenger is, this trouble is because God is not helping me. Huh? The second lying group is, why should I wait for the Lord any longer? That is an illusion. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and will soar up with wings of eagle. Your waiting is not to make you weak. You're being strengthened in your waiting. Come on now. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? If you have that question in your heart, if the enemy is saying, ah, he's laughing at you and saying, look at you, you've been waiting on the Lord, waiting on the Lord. What for are you waiting on the Lord? Yeah. You've got to tell the enemy because he's about to speak over me. Wow. Come on now. Wow. Listen to this. This is the reason. Because my God is not only a speaking God, he's a creating God. Yes. You can look at yourself and say, there's nothing in me. Everything is lost. Everything is broken. But when he speaks over you, he does not just speak. He creates. Yes. The words of God does not just communicate. It creates. Yes. This is the way the supernatural of our God works. Wow. Are you encouraged tonight? Are you seeing this? Yes. Listen. This whole reason for this famine and everything that was happening, you know the whole story. It's because of the Syrians surrounding them, right? right? There's a whole illusion towards the man of God that is because of the prophet. Prophet was not the problem, right? Yeah. Now, ultimately, at this point, they're saying, why should we wait on the Lord any longer? Because they mentioned that, you got to see what the first verse of 7th chapter says. But Elisha said, oh my goodness, I feel it in my spirit. <laughs> Hear the word of the Lord. Wow. Yeah. If you want to wait on the Lord, people say, I wait on the Lord. What are you waiting on him for? Somebody will come and push you. That's what you're waiting for. I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having fun with all of you, right? Yeah. You're waiting for one push. Then you can tell your neighbor to push you. You know? No. You're waiting for what? Come on now. Come on. Talk to me. Now, please help me now. My voice. I, I, are you going to help me now? Come on. Adam, are you going to help me now? Listen. What are you waiting for? The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. You know what about the word of the Lord? The Bible says this. When the word of the Lord is spoken, you know what happens? It is settled in heaven. Yes. Like I was giving you. Okay, I need to take it easy. People on Zoom are getting so excited. Come on. Anu, you're getting it. Manali, you're getting it. Come on. Sherry, you're getting it. You're getting it. Come on. Receive it. Receive it in your spirit. When the word of the Lord is spoken, you know what happens? David said this. And your word, O Lord, is settled in heaven. Yes. The highest place of power, it's settled there. Yes. And I just gave you a spiritual graph of how enemies settled on high power. What is it? 
He has all his minions, right? That's how he has a pyramid. But you and I, oh, we work through a different kind of geography. The word of the Lord elevates you to the highest place of power. <laughs> oh my goodness. My goodness, are you getting this? The word of the Lord is settled in heaven. This is what the Bible says about Joseph. They put fetters on his feet and he was put into the prison. But the word of the Lord cannot be prison. That's what it says. Come on. Oh my goodness. You're encouragement. Come on now. Talk to me back. They said they bound Joseph. But they could not bind the word of God that was in him. Wow. So it means to, to tell me that when you wait on the Lord, the thing that he gives you is his word. Yes. And that word breaks bondages, breaks your prison, prison doors, yeah. breaks you into your breakthrough and it elevates you to the heavenly places. Because the word of the Lord is settled in the heavens. That is why the Bible says Joseph's dream was settled in the heavens. It could not be dethroned anymore. Come on now. Hey, you're, you're, oh, you're too quiet for me. Do you see this? They said they, they fought Joseph physically, putting him into prison. They shut him. They did everything. But the word of God in his life was settled in the heavens. His dream was already in heavens. It could not be shut anymore. In the process of time, it had to come to pass. Today, if you receive a word like this in your spirit, you know what's happening? It has already, your breakthrough has already began tonight. And the way you receive the word of the Lord God, you're breaking every shackle, you're breaking every siege, you're breaking every famine, you're breaking every messenger, you're breaking every threat, you're breaking every doubt, you're breaking everything that the enemy is throwing at you, and you're just going out with your rocket boosters, you're up and in the air, and you're like, the word of God is settled in the heavens. Yes. I am free. That's what you're coming out yes. with. So shall your spirit rise up tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Wow. Come on now. Celebrate it. Come on. Give a best clap offering to the Lord. Come on now. People, can we celebrate your breakthrough? Yes. I said, can we celebrate your breakthrough? Come on. As you clap. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. As you clap, I want you to clap. As if you are already taken off in the spirit. Wow. I want you to clap as if the Jericho walls that are surrounding you are collapsing right now at this moment. I want you to clap as if in the court that verdict against you is freedom. I want you to clap as if your breakthrough that you waited has arrived. Everybody, come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now talk to the Lord. I tell him I don't, I don't care about the messages. I don't care about the enemy's calls. I am free. I am a conqueror. I am rising. Come on, celebrate. Shabaraba. People on Zoom, celebrate. Lando As you're beginning to clap, may the Spirit of God fall on you right now. May the Spirit of God locate you right now. As you clap, something is happening. They're going up. Lord, I thank you for my financial breakthrough. Lord, I thank you for my health breakthrough. Come on. Lord, I thank you for I'm prospering in every area. Lord, I thank you that I'm rising up. Lord, I'm coming out with creativity. I'm rising up like never before. I am free. Nothing can hold me down anymore. I am a child of God. The word of God is settled in the heavenlies for my life. Ah, I'm more than a conqueror. It's a new beginning for me tonight. Come on, open your mouth and shout it. Come on. Okay, I want everybody to shout. It's a new beginning for me tonight. Come on, people on Zoom. Come on, declare it. I have entered a new beginning into my life. I've entered a new beginning in my life. Come on, shout it, scream it. Rabba Kasika, some of you. Some of you on Zoom, you have to even make a poster on next to your mirror and it should say, I've entered a new beginning in my life. Come on now, people here, you got it has to become a prophetic unction. The word of God is settled in the heavenlies. I'm entering a new phase. I'm entering a new anointing. I'm entering a new dimension. The messages of the enemy shall not kill me, but I shall rise up and say, Ah, shaka baba. 
Lando Robromo, Kozikari, Ante Rebre, Zebroboria. Today, 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 that siege is broken. That illusion is broken. Some of you need to remind yourself and say, whatever the enemy spoke in you in the last season, every negative thing, be it your health, be it your marriage, whatever it is, finances, you're going to look back and say, it's an illusion. I tear it down. I'm tearing it down. Spiritually, I'm tearing it down. In fact, you should write whatever that is on the paper, take it before the Lord and say, I tear this down. I tear it down. I am I have entered a new phase. Yes. Come on now, yes. let it enter your spirit. Yes. But Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow about this time. Tomorrow about this time. What God can do, no man can do. Within 24 hours, the famine broke. Within 24 hours, the enemies left. This is the God we serve. And it all that breakthrough was locked up in one prophet's declaration. Wow. One prophet's declaration. Listen, the king should have just gone to the prophet and said, please declare a word over the nation. He didn't do that. He wanted to kill the king. He wanted to kill the prophet. So sad. Mm. Don't kill the anointing that's come to help you. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yes. Come on, people on Zoom. The anointing that has come to help you, don't kill it. Mm. Sustain it. Yeah. Oh, sustain it. Yeah. Celebrate it. Receive it. Receive that grace. Mm. But when the Lord speaks, mm. there are dimensions within a word. Yeah. When Elisha spoke this, you will see what happens in that chapter. We'll go that next week. Okay? Mm. You will see when he spoke. The geography of the land changed. Yeah. The geography of the land changed. One word. Mm. 